All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tell Me More Rodney. This is episode 18. And guess what, friends? We have a special guest with us. Let's see. She's a mommy, a realtor, a mentor, a coach, completely outside of the box and always hustling. Miss Lisa Marie, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Rodney. So good to hear from you. Been missing you, boy. I know, right? Right? I love I've it. I've been missing you. I like pop-up. I like pop up out of nowhere and people are like, what are you doing now? You know, so uh, welcome and, and thank you so much for doing this. I know it's hard to see me. I'm going to reach over my, my microphone right here so you can actually see my face. But uh, I'm excited to have you here. And I know the the listeners of the show and Lisa, let me tell you, this show's getting it's getting crazy. I, I'm, I'm in like five countries now and, and it's, it's getting kind of crazy. But I know everyone is going to enjoy you as much as I've enjoyed you and having you and learning from you and and you're just a, you're just a special person so I've been really so selective about the people I bring on the show so everybody buckle up we have Lisa Marie <laughs> with us today all right so for my people listening they're probably like Rodney who are you talking about uh tell us a little bit about yourself how long have you been a licensed uh, real estate agent well I've been a realtor since 2001 pretty long time seen yeah. the ups and downs yeah that's a and, lot of uh, ce classes right there you've taken <laughs> <laughs> um of course um i'm always hustling always um um always on top of my game always uh, striving to be the best um um yeah. what can i say i'm a mom you said it i have a 13 year old can you believe that he's 13 oh my God, 13 my, now? My youngest son is 13 yes Jeez. yes I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna have to get an AARP card here shortly. <laughs> uh, of course, um, we added addition. We have a little. We have a little dog. Um, her name is Juliana. Oh, and, what, what um, breed? What breed? She's a little Chihuahua. She's actually right at my feet. She's not a little barker. She's a good one. She's a good dog. She's good. Oh wow! Um, cool. Yeah, unexpe- unexpected, but you know that's the way we roll. Yeah, that's the way we roll. Um, love what I do. Uh, every day is exciting. And um, here with you spending my yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I just want to, Lisa, thank you so much for doing this. You you are the, when I was thinking about people in the industry and people I want to have on, because we're going to get into some stuff, but mm-hmm. I just know you have so much to share. And I know the I don't know. Let me just shut up and get into it because I know everybody's listening. They're like, Rodney, just give us the good stuff. Give us the the steak and potatoes. So, um, all right. So since 2001, I got to ask this. Who or what got you into real estate? Go back to 2001. You're you're making that. That was a career decision. What in the hell made you pick real estate? Well, I've always been in real estate. I was in multifamily, um, uh, multifamily resident um, apartments, okay. and so um, somebody told me no. It's all it took. Yeah. Um, a no, one too many times. They said I couldn't. I couldn't um, attend my mother's um, surgery, oh, wow. and I said, um, "Okay, I'm done." At the time, I was married. I had asked my husband and said, um, "Can I quit my job?" And he said, yes, because, of course, it's a partnership. You know, when you're in a partnership, you've got to you've got to communicate yeah. um, with the other 
with the other person. And so um, took my got my stuff, um, left the next day, and it was a it was a great career. I worked for um, a big REIT and learned a lot along the way. Now, and now said, Lisa, we, we have a lot of new listeners. Now, tell me what that is. You got to tell explain so, to, to explain to my newbies. I got people who are thinking about getting into real estate, and I know they're going to be DMing me and asking me like, "Wait a minute, what what did she say? What what is that? What what is a REIT? What is that? Real estate investment. I don't know the RTS. Um, it, what it is is it's um uh, um it's a big it's I, don't, I can't remember. As a matter of fact, I don't yeah. remember. But okay. um, I can Google it. Um, yeah, yeah. But with well, that being, we'll like, let them Google it. This is tell me yeah, more, Rodney. We'll, they can they can go. So Google. They, they can Google it, Rodney. Uh-huh. Um, and um, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it a lot. Um, I, I worked. Um, I started in um, in in Dallas. Worked at small in a small D property and. And in off of Preston, which can you imagine having a D property in Preston? But there was one. And then um, moved to Houston and worked in a 700 off a memorial and um, learned great, great, had great knowledge. And I just felt like the transition would be easy because I was leasing 15 to 30 um, units a month. That's I was I started off in leasing. So I was always hustling and they gave me. Um, the the companies that I worked for gave me the tools and the knowledge, which is what you always need to have is knowledge and tools, especially when you're in real estate. You have to you've got to either search for them um, or be in that realm, you know, be in that realm of who's going to teach you, because at the end of the day, you're the professional, yeah. you're the doctor, you're the attorney, you are the professional. Um, so with that, I just felt like the transition would be easy, um, because I was already, um, disciplined enough to know what you had to do to be a starter, you know, in, in real estate, you also have to be a starter. You can't just yeah. say, okay, it's coming. Cause it ain't coming. Oh, so yeah. when it, I, I t- Lisa, I talked about that on the episode. I says, and by mm-hmm. the way, your, your broker is not going to give it. And, and, and for the people, uh, talking, I think you, you mentioned a REIT and that's a real estate investment trust. It's, it's yes. like an investment firm and everything like that. Hey, it's, it's early in the morning for real estate. Hey, have your coffee. We're doing this early in the, in the morning. No one should be here taking the, the national exam, right? That, that's not what we're here for. This is tell me more Rodney and we're just going to yeah. have some fun. But you know, you said a lot with that and it, it really, while you were talking, you, you, you dropped some gems and I really want to call them back forward uh, about the support of your partners, your family members, the, the people that you know, you have to have support in real estate. Uh, it's a, it's a chance. I mean, really you made the decision because of, you know, I mean, there's someone working a job right now. I mean, how many real estate agents, uh, Lisa, do you know that are doing it part-time at time and they're working for some company and they're getting up and they're doing a nine to five and they're like, you know, I'm dealing with this, you know, and by the way, we're explicit. So you can drop them. I'm dealing with some, some asshole on my job. And I just want to get away from this and, and, and live my life's passion and my life's work and, cool. instead of being under the rule and the control of someone else. Uh, that's a, a big driver for people, you know, people who want to, you know, become real estate agents. I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. Exactly. And um, 
you know, in going forward, when 2008 hit and everybody was dropping because the market had crashed and such, okay. hey, you know, what market were you in? Were you in San Antonio? Tell me, orientate us. So, to where uh, you were. Finally, I'm, I'm, I'm in San Antonio now. Okay. I'm, okay. I moved around a lot, but I'm in San Antonio now, of course. And uh, when the market dropped, it was I never thought once, never thought once to get a part time job or anything. I just said, you got to hustle harder. Yeah. You know, you just got to you just got to you got to put the work in and whatever, you know, whatever it takes, uh, you got to do. And and um, I've, this is have I am so blessed that this has been my my career from day one as and and, you know, moving forward. I am a single mom right now. And so it I'm blessed to have done the things that I get to do. And um, yeah. and still have a great life of everything, you know. Yeah. Just I don't. I'm not, you know. So no, I'm, no, but. no. Uh, you you are. You are. You you're. You're. I, I really wanted you here because you're, you're an inspiration to someone mm-hmm. who's probably there, and they're like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a single parent, and you know, I'm. You know, how do I do this? How do I manage? customers showings how did you do all of that how do you manage like i mean okay you're, you're, he's 13 now but you know we go back and we said 2001 <laughs> you're, you're juggling a a, a, a top a, you know i mean come on that's a that's a lot i mean you you've dealt with fresh baby uh early in the career and i was gonna ask this question like what advice would you give someone but i think it, I, you just gave me a better question how did you do that how did you juggle you know, being a mom and uh, to, uh, you know, you know, a toddler, a, a young child at that point and a real estate, a budding real estate career. Let's let's be honest. You know, our first year in real estate, you know, we're not, you know, writing books and, and cashing checks and living at the title company. I mean, really, we're writing more checks in this industry. <laughs> to be. So how how did you do that? How did you manage, you know, being a good mom with being a good agent. How, how did you do that? Well, um, it, what I did was I would take, I, I actually saw one of my escrow officers that I had my, one of my first closings with my son and he was probably three months old, um, <laughs> with him. He was, he might've been smaller than that. I don't remember, but he was still in a car seat and we went to closing and I put him um, on the floor and I was rocking him and we, uh, you know, and I was a buyer's agent. So, you know, it wasn't going to take five minutes like the sellers do. It took an hour and a half. And, and, um, I saw him just recently and we laughed. I said, I said, my son's now taller than me. And (laughs) it was a good thing. Want him to be that basketball player that he wants to be. Um, but no, I, I took him to closings with me. I took him to showings to the point that he would, um, he knew how to show a property. (laughs) So, so you made him your your assistant basically. And and I took my um, my G R A and D babies, my little babes, my little grandbabies. A shout out to them. They went to um, they went with me to showings and how to you know go go set up for a open house or 
um, whatever. So whatever it took, I did and and um, never looked back. I, now, I did get permission. I'd always ask my clients or I'd tell them, yeah. hey, I'm going to bring my son with me. If you have a problem with that, you know, we can just you can just step on yeah. um, because my you know, that was um, that was I felt like him being with me was the best. And eventually I I did get him in a daycare because I just thought it wasn't, an, you know, was better for him to be learning wise when it came to that time. But um uh, yeah, yeah. I, I took him with me and I just made it happen. And sometimes I worked until, you know, midnight. I was working at midnight. Wow. And um, uh, funny story, during COVID, <laughs> um, my transaction manager, I called her at 1130. I didn't know it was 1130, but I was working mm-hmm. and um, and she answers the phone. So I'm like, OK, I thought it was like nine o'clock, something, you know, it was in the summer. So I thought it was early. Yeah. And she said, first of all, hey, during COVID, nobody knew what day it was, that nobody knew what you'd wake up and, and there was no such thing as the weekend during COVID. It was like when you wake up and you'd, you'd wear your stretchy pants and, and you'd be like, you know, did I wear these yesterday? Doesn't even matter. You know, you just you just sit there and whatever. So I get it. Losing track of time. I think we all did. So, well, so she, you call your transaction manager at 11. Well, I call her and I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to. I want you to um, write this contract up and get this done. And and she's like, Lisa Marie. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, um, don't ever call me after nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what time is it? She goes, it's 1130. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I thought you were working too. And so, um, so she, I took it, you know, I, I took it with humor. You know, most people yeah. could, would have gotten upset and did whatever and said, oh, you know, but yeah. she's a great transaction manager. And, you know, it's a, and, and through the years, I have built my team. You know, I have built my team okay. with, I still use the same lender. Um, we, you know, we've worked together. We do a lot of projects together and whatever that may be. Um, hey, hey, I hold think, on. You got to shout out your lender. Who, who's your lender? Yeah, my lender is Jer- Jeremy McHugh. Jeremy McHugh, baby. I knew it. I was like, the cute dog. <laughs> Chicago, right? Right. Hey, oh, baby. <laughs> you're gonna have to share this episode with him because he's gonna say, "Oh, those two sobs remembered me." Yeah, so that would yeah, make no, it. I gave him shout a little secret. I told, I, I told him a little secret. I was talking to you today. Oh. So I, hope, I hope he's a little jelly because. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm basking in, in glory here, um, and so uh, so yeah. So I think you know through the years, what I have done is also um, one of the things that you have to do as a realtor is also realize your time, um, but in a good way, not in a way that you're going to say. If it's after seven o'clock, call me the next day. I'll get with you at two. I'll do this. No, I mean realize your time. You know, yeah. realize okay. Um, because your phone can be ringing. You could be doing real estate all day long, all 24 seven, if you let it, even right now, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to, uh, Saturday, I'm going to just have one deal to do to go. And it was, these were all, thank God they were all over the phone, but I was, yeah. I was busy from nine o'clock to about three, four o'clock in the afternoon oh, wow. talking real estate, doing deals, um, you know, finalizing whether I'm going to list a property or we're going over an offer or whatever, you know, what, what that time was. So it's, it's time management is the biggest one. And I know that that's, you know, sometimes for me, an inside joke, my people may go, "Mm." (laughs) um, 
So, yeah, so it's building that team. And I, I, you know, having Denise as my transaction manager, she is awesome. Uh, She puts up with me. And um, and so um, I'm busy. You know, I I don't know about anybody else, but I have I have a pipeline and I'm again, I'm blessed. And so having that, you've got to know your key moments of what when to interact. And I had this one agent and he was a newbie agent. He had his license for a while, but never really wrote contracts because he had a full time job. And so, um, you know, he kind of went went behind and I said, okay, I want you to write this contract and I'll look through it and, and I'll help you present it okay. uh, because he was the uh, buyer's agent. And so um, he, um, he did a little, he did a little sneak and that <laughs> he told Denise, you know, write the contract and I'll pay you. Well, the whole point of writing the contract is knowing what you're doing because you're the professional, you're exactly. the professional. You've got you've got to know that contract inside and out. And we just got an updated contract. I haven't really. I wrote yeah, a yeah, in a Texas, of, in Texas, yeah. I think uh, was it February 1st? The new uh, uh-huh. February 1st, we got a new contract. Yeah. And, and a lot yeah. of new addendums and stuff like that. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I go I, I live in class. Uh, people are like, well, what do you do? And they go, like, well, what the hell? You, you've been doing it for 15 plus years. What, what are you still taking these? I go, are you kidding me? Uh, we used to say learn to earn. I go, things change and you never know what what question, like no deal, no transaction, no home purchase is the same. It's always Nine. different. And there's like different. so many. I, I try to explain real estate to newbies. It's like that it, you see those what is it the the hurricanes the storms right and they have the eye of the hurricane. I says, mm-hmm. "Well, that's real estate. You're in the eye and there's like all of this chaos, you know, going on around you, like buyers, like emotions, sellers, emotions, other agents, emotions, uh the appraiser's emotion, the inspector's emotions, <laughs> the, the lenders, every all of these people and you have to be in the eye of the storm." Because you're going, if I don't get this thing forward, if I don't get this, you know, done, then all of this would have been for nothing. I would have been in all of this chaos for a deal to like fall through. And it happens to everyone. I tell everybody, not every deal you write is going to close. Unfortunately, that's a part of it. Right, Lisa? Well, that is. But if you're with Lisa Marie, if I say we're going fishing, bring the tartar sauce because we're going to have a fish bait. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love well, it. Well, with that being said, um, I, I always tell my new agents, I, I feel like I'm a conductor to a symphony. Okay. And you're going to, you know, you're going to bring the music in. You're going to, you know, you're going to hear the, you know, you're going to hear the winds. You're going to hear the drums. You're going to hear the the percussion or the um, brass section. So to me, you're the conductor. Now, if you're the conductor, you're going to make sure when that person is getting ready, when that, when that wind section is going to get ready to come in. And that's going to be getting earnest money within that three day period, knowing when your option money is knowing. And during that time I, I had, you know, you have somebody said, why are we taking a week to con- to negotiate? And I said, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, you can't let, if, if I, I would have been, if it would have been any other agent, it would have, it, it could have just died right there at day three and said, forget it. We ain't going to do this. Yeah. But I, you always got to be thinking 10 steps ahead. So, you know, you, you've got to be thinking of, you've got to be playing chess. You've got to be a good agent's going to, you know, know, Hey, negotiating is negotiating. 
I'm saying blue right now, but it may be a little gray. So let's yeah. let's figure out how we can get to my gray you yeah. know, or my blue, <laughs> you know, because it's going to be a win win for everybody. And um, this one deal just recently, it, it took me almost three weeks to to get to get it right. Wow. It, you know, three weeks because we, you know, we just kept going back and forth. And in that time period, I was sicker than a dog. And I said, okay, I'm going to come in. I'm going to talk to my sellers and we're going to do what we got to do. Yeah. And this is not for this real estate, being a licensed realtor, just being in real estate period is not for the week. Okay. You've got uh, to say, say that, say that again. Real estate is not for the weak. Now that doesn't mean that you can be meek or that you can be um, soft tone. I'm now you know me. You see me. You know how I am. I am not soft tone. Mm, 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 people think. Well, <laughs> um, um, but you've you've got to know. Um, you know, you've got to understand that you represent that principal interest and you've got a fiduciary responsibility. Yeah. And I heard your episode. Fiduciary is really important. Yeah. And fiduciary doesn't mean, does not mean what's important for Lisa Marie Heeman. Because yeah. if it was important for Lisa Marie Heeman, I would have stayed in bed. <laughs> because I was sicker than a dog. Yeah. But, I, but I was like looking at contracts saying, okay, how can I make this these two entities come together and agree to this contract yeah it's a 10 page contract but still everything in it is so is negotiable and you've got to you've got to know you've got to know that you got to do a net sheet you've got to you know if that means print out your contract and read it line by line so that you know yeah. what you're doing that's what you got to do it, it, that's old school because nowadays everybody wants to um, DocuSign and DocuSign, yeah, which is great. I think it's fabulous because you know you're not wasting paper. But there's many times that I'll print a contract just so that I can I can read it, even though I've read the contract a bazillion times. Mm -hmm. I'm reading it for the first time for my client oh. because, as you said, this is your client. Now they've never read the contract. Yeah. They, you know, they've they've never. They don't understand the contract. They're looking at you to re yeah. to re represent them and have that fiduciary responsibility. Now, they don't understand. They don't even understand fiduciary because if they did, um, buyers, I mean, um, people, you know, aid, um, consumers would be going, oh, I'm going to talk to so-and-so and I'm going to talk to so-and-so. Oh, and yeah. I, and I'm so when I go over my buyer's representation, I say, oh, you want to talk to so-and-so and so-and-so because you don't want to you want to you don't want to sign a buyer's rep with me. Exactly. Then I'm going to call you a hoe. I said that on an episode and it was I think it was one of those things where I said what real estate agents want to tell their, their their buyers. I did one for buyers and sellers, but they can. And mm -hmm. it's just, you know, first of all. It's like, would you go to court without a lawyer? You know, but people will go and they think that, okay, I'll just go purchase a home on my own, or I'll have this agent that I met show me uh, five, 10, 12 properties. And then, well, I like someone different or, you know what, Lisa, I'm going to have you show me this house, but I really have a cousin who's in real estate who might see my Facebook post and mm -hmm. I'm going to have, the, you know, uh, swoop in and, and finish up the transaction. And 
I don't know. I really, I know we have the buyer's rep agreement and I talked about that in the episode, but you and I know, uh, it's come on, you know, they, they ghost you, they leave, you know, sometimes you, you don't hear from them anymore and that happens. It's more binding us to them, that fiduciary, uh, than, than the other way around, you know, as we try to do in real estate. And, and on the, you know, on the buyer's rep, I, I've been doing buyer's representation for, you know, since day one, because yeah. again, you got to remember where I came back from. We already, in multifamily, I know that contract by the back of my hand. I knew it like mm-hmm. the back of my hand. I knew, and and even to this day, I'll, I'll look at the contract um, because I'm trying to get the buyer out of, of, uh, out of the contract because I want them in the home or they want to get in. So I'm always taking a look and saying, okay, this yeah. is what you got to do. This is how you got to do it. Now I'm, I'm a fair person. I ain't going to do anything, um, that's sneaky or, you know, that, yeah. that we don't want. So, um, and, and respectfully, because I was in the industry and even if I wasn't, that's just the person that I am. Yeah. So, um, on, on buyer's representation, a lot of, a lot of agents don't want to do it but they don't understand what what liability that they're putting themselves into, not just them, but the broker. Mm-hmm. And so when you're doing sub agency, it's you you really you really can't give advice and opinion. And and so use the buyer's representation. Show that's a tool. That is a tool. Letting somebody be accountable to um, to to what they're going to be performing and what you're going to be performing. It's a performance. It's putting somebody accountable. And if you, yeah. you've got to have enough respect and, and uh, confidence in yourself to say, I'm that agent. I'm that good. If not, hire me for a day. Hire me for two months. Um, you know, so to me, it's, it's one of those things, you know, and, and mentoring, I'm, that's why I tell everybody here, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, learn from it. Um and I and I've I've mentored a lot of people throughout the years just because they called me and said whatever and my or you know at one time my broker said you know mentor or your next level and um, you know whatever that be and um, so coaching people they're like okay mentor um, yeah, no no Liz, well, that's kind of why I I, I saw that too in you and that's one of the things I go you 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 probably don't realize it but you're, you're coaching and mentoring someone right now I, I my audience I've, I've had an opportunity to kind of look at some of the data and the analytics I try to stay away from it um, mm-hmm. because I just want to be raw and just pure but mm-hmm. I, I look at it and and people are reaching out and they're they're young they're just getting into real estate from literally all over the world I mean, um, but it's it's one of those things that I go, it, it can't just be Rodney talking. You have a pers- people that I want to have on this show and people that I want to people to learn from because I learned. I mean, this is charging me um, for today. I'm serious. I'm, I'm going out of a cannon here today. I got to go to a dental appointment. Uh, but <laughs> after that, uh, if I'm not too, um, uh, hopefully it goes well. But I, I, I am going to take this stuff that you're saying because it is an inspiration. I mean, you are an inspiration. I mean, single mom, you know, doing real estate and you're building this team of people. Lisa, it's not been a it's been a road, right? It's been a it's been this journey. Now, I want to talk about this brokerages. People ask me about like, how do you pick your, your house? How do you pick your home? How do you pick where, where you're going to be? Now you've been in good offices. Maybe you've been in some not so good offices, but uh, what, what, what advice would you give someone when it comes to like selecting a brokerage? Cause I get that a lot too. 
Well, I, I think in selecting a brokerage, you've got to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm make no secret. I'm with EXP. Um, I had an aha moment and uh, my son was sick a few years ago and uh, just so happened the cleaning lady was here and I told her, Hey, I, I need to, um, my, I had, a, I was mentoring somebody and I told the uh, guy, I said, Hey, uh, I need you to go show this property. Well, he was young and he was throwing a fit for whatever reason. I don't remember the time or whatever, because that's irrelevant. It was the aha moment that I had. And I had, um, I had a um, um, shout out to Alfonso um, telling me, come on, come on to EXP. And, you know, it's, and, we, and I had already been to many of the um, lunches that they had and, and we had some one-on-ones and, um, and I just wasn't, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't want to go. I just, I didn't, cause I'm usually the trendsetter. I am yeah. usually the foresight and saying, this is this. Well, anyway, I had an aha moment and um, thought about all the brokerages that I've been to. And um, um, in speaking with that, and even before you called, I had spoke to somebody about recruiting and, um, and I, I thought, why did I get into where, why did I pick my office or yeah. why did I pick different offices? Cause I've been, I've, I've moved around to different offices and um, I had started off with Prudential because Prudential had said, um, um, uh, Joe Gluckman had said, um, Hey, um, we're, we're all about innovating and um, we're all about having computers yeah. because computers back then, you know, that was a big thing. And yeah. we're going to do this about laptops. And now everybody, I mean, I have a laptop, an iPad, yeah. uh, laptop, you know, I don't have a desktop because I'm, I'm, I'm always moving around. So I, I don't, yeah. I don't see the need for that. Um, and, and that was the reason why I started with um, Prudential. And then um, it was great while I was there. I, I, you know, there was, learning there was office to you know office um or uh, phone duty yeah. and i would sign up for all of that um you know just trying to get get in and figure out how to get my niche and and move forward um but um the offices that i went to you know i was at home team um for a little bit these are just san antonio um deals and it was a, a transaction base um and um, loved okay, it there. Now, now explain to people because my newbies, I, I mean, what's transaction based? Because if I don't ask these questions, my DM okay. blows up, okay. and they're like, "Why didn't you ask her that?" So, all right, <laughs> so you're, you're talking about you're talking about commission, uh, right? Term. Commission. All right, right. so so you have a, a transaction base and a commission base. So transaction base is what. A transaction base, well, commission base is like a, a split, a 70-30 split, a 60-40 split, and then whatever other fees the broker has, um, you know, for you, you know, in some brokerages, they have uh, a technology fee that's on your commission. On a transaction base, it's strictly a transaction. It might be, um, you know, it might be 350 and then your E&O. Your E&O is errors and emissions, which, you know, everybody has to yeah. have that. So if you do something stupid, don't, you know, you have your E&O. Um, <laughs> So, um, so then I, I, and before I left, I thought, okay, I, um, left my last brokerage, uh, great person, Chiaki, um, love Chiaki in the San Antonio market. I loved him because, you know, I still do. Um, yeah. he, he, um, um, great teacher again, learning, learning, learning. You've got to learn the more you learn, yeah. the more you earn. And yeah. that, that is, that is, you know, um, that is really important. Um, and so, and then structuring. Um, so, the, I, so I was at a, a 
a transaction base. And then um, I had this aha moment. Uh-huh. And with that aha moment, uh, my son was sick and I thought, well, who, who's going to take care of me? You know, who's because who, I'm single, right? I'm, yeah. I ain't got, you know, you're a realtor. You don't have any, you, you don't, I may have a little money saved, but not money saved for retirement. And um, these things just started to go into my mind. And I just said, um, I'm, I'm going to go with EXP, even though it's not a transaction base, it's a, it's a, um, commission based. Okay. Um, so, um, I went to EXP and, um, you know, it, it, it's been, um, great for me. Um, um, I'm always right there and making icon. Um, so, um, where they get the share icons is the levels, right. For the, the right. shares. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, and, I, and- I always get there and then I've been, I fall short the last <laughs> years and I'm like oh it's like like that one deal right it's like right there all right so hey I I got something for us uh because I got to be respectful of your time and and and, and all my listeners know Rodney's uh Rodney likes to uh give you something to something to come a reason to come back so for the first time we're gonna play a little game okay all right and and the name of this game is make me want to see this movie now I haven't seen this movie and I don't know if you've seen it, but I want you to make me want to see this movie. Have you ever seen the movie Meet Joe Black? Yes. All right. All right. You know, I've been doing some snooping. Uh, <laughs> make me want to see this movie. Is it, is it worth my time? Should, the, should I see this movie? Now, that movie was Brad Pitt. I think it was Anthony Hopkins was in that. I think it was like Claire. Mm-hmm. Forget what her last name is. Someone, someone's gonna message me and let me know. But all right, wh- why, why is this a good movie? Why is this a good movie? Well, <laughs> if you have a great cast. Well, once you have a great cast, and the backdrop is 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 awesome as well because it's um it's in New York and yeah, one of my favorite one of my favorite places. Yeah, that's ninety eight. That. That's ninety eight. Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on, yeah, right, ninety eight. And, I mean. and the movie had so many different layers that you were, you know, um, that it just made it just kept you, even though Brad Pitt was technically the bad person in the movie. He really, you know, because, you know, he was the bad person. He was, um, you know, throughout the whole movie, it just you're thinking, OK, which way is this going to go? Because they, it's yeah. a love story. It's about business. Um, you know, it's it, it, it and in the business part, it made me it made me think because I like that. I always like I always like um, business movies. Um, I'm ABC always closing. Yeah. Um, and so um, anyway, it it um, between the love story, which I loved um, the um, Anthony Hopkins keeping his word, keeping his word okay, okay. right there, <laughs> word and in his business, and and then how he in the end became because he stood for what he stood for. You know, he was like, "I'm I'm going to be this person. Uh, this is who I am. Yeah. This is who I am." And uh, this is this is the the, the Mexican me. <laughs> um, <laughs> the this is who I am. Mi vida, mi vida, mi vida. Hey. And uh, and 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 with all of that, uh, you know, and he he fell in love with this beautiful girl that just accidentally, you know, hit it off, and he he didn't know, and 
and, and you know, in the end, I was so glad for the end. So I can't all tell right, you. The don't end don't, don't spoil. You right, can't. You can't. Then right. you can't see it. So G- go guess watch what? It. You you made movie. you you made me want to see this movie. Hey, I, I gotta I gotta give you something. You mentioned the Mexican. How about uh, is Fiesta del Reyes off West Commerce? Is that is that restaurant still open and going there in San Antonio? The um, which one? The Mitieras? Yes. Yes, it's still going. It's one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, the mariachis yeah. there. I'm always. Yeah, um, I'll be singing along with them. There's been. Um, <laughs> there's been a few times that we we they stayed a, a late for for uh, my group of friends and um, sang to us for extra hours. Oh, nice! Um, which was great. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we just didn't. You know, when you have that vibe like we have right now, you just yeah. don't want it to end. And they That's were like, right. "Let's just keep going." And we were like, "Okay, let's go, let's go." Hey, hey. And hey, so speaking of what, guess, guess what? Guess what, Lisa? What? That's it. You made it to the end of the show. That can you believe we just went all believe. that time? Yeah, I can't believe. Listen, thank you. Thank you. You see me here. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for being here. Just thank you so much. Thank I you. am I, I just gotta say, Rodney, really quick, I am so honored. I am so <laughs> blessed. And thank you. I am so grateful to you. Oh, I, I send you many blessings to, every, oh, to, it, to everything it. that you do, and um, and and thank you for inspiring me even more to do what I do. Keep going because you it just that you just get in and thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you so much, Lisa. I owe you the world. Hey, hey, we're gonna go. If I come to San Antonio, we're going to uh, Josephine Steakhouse. I know you love it. Yep. We're gonna get some steak. Yep. Take yep. care, and me ladies too. and gentlemen, this has been Tell Me More Rodney. I'll come back later. Maybe I will. Take care, Lisa. <laughs> you too, Rodney. <laughs> Bye. Oh, and before I go, hey, I just want to thank you again, the listener, for just your time being here. And I got to shout out some new markets. Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, San Jose, California, Ashburn, uh, Virginia, and of course, Belgium, Brussels. Yo, still hanging with us and being a part of it. Just some special markets that we're we're seeing a a lot of followers, a lot of people tune in. And and if that's you in those markets I mentioned, uh, thank you so much. And of course, San Antonio, Houston, all my Texas people, thank you so much. And Daphne, Alabama, where you at? Waiting on Daphne. I see some of you guys are kicking in, but we can do better, Daphne. Take care.